Casey's mom. Welcome to Jackson Cloud. I'm J Dog McNoggins. I'm KO McMillan. Do it. Make up a name. What's, what's your. I'm Knockout McNuggets. I was a McNoggins. You can't be a McNuggets. But I like McNuggets. <laughs> All right. I need to change my name now. Welcome to Jackson Cloud. Today, we move forward into Revelation. And I. Left my Bible over there. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Okay. And so today, we're in Revelation eight. He has a real Bible instead of a computer one. Because I poured wow. Mountain Dew on my computer. Thanks for bringing it up. You're welcome. Everybody, acknowledge that my Bible is bigger than yours. Yeah. Okay. So you like big Bibles? I like can... big Bibles, and I cannot lie. You ever see that YouTube video? No. I'm not surprised it exists, though. You shouldn't be. All right, Revelation 8. When the Lamb opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for half an hour. That's what we hit on in our last video. But then we kind of segued into this next part. We're going to do an episode on it anyways, in case there's a little bit more to say. Then I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and seven trumpets were given to them. And another angel came and stood at the altar with a golden censer. And he was given much incense to offer with the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints rose before God from the hand of the angel. And the angel took the censer and filled it with fire from the altar and threw it on the earth. And there were peals of thunder, rumblings, flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. All right, so in this passage, let's kind of try to remember... Our scenario that's going on here, because John is working off of images that he's already been painting throughout the last eight, seven chapters. So, first off, the incense is representative of what? Prayers. Prayers of who? The saints. And uh, in this case, where are the saints? In heaven. Yeah, because we've already seen many of the prayers of these saints, these holy ones. We did an episode on holy ones. Check that out. Um, and their prayers were what? Anybody remember? When will you avenge us? Yes, exactly. And that's a question that many Christians have been asking for a long time is just simply, you know, God, if you care about us, why are we suffering so much and being trampled on and being killed? And, and all of these people around us are, you know, falling like flies left and right, you know? Uh, and so that, that for us in America is not a question we deal with very often and don't seem to, what was that? <laughs> That's like the most common question for people. Why are we being killed because we're Christians? No, is why no, does God let bad, bad things, things happen? No, no, okay, all right. So just to clarify, the question of why do bad things happen is one every single human being deals with. You know, if God is good, then why do bad things happen? Right, I just meant more from like a martyrdom perspective. Okay. There is a kind of Christian nationalist, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Leaning? Leaning that we're being super persecuted, you know. Uh, but compared to what you see going on all around the world, we're not even remotely close. 
uh, our freedoms are, are... But Christmas, not. Jamin, Christmas! Red but cups. the cups were simply red! <laughs> Yeah, so those those are the, if you will, the like over the top leanings of we're being so persecuted when you stand back and you're no clearly that has nothing to do with persecution, um, but around the world, you know, they have the even deeper question: God, if you're good and you love us and and all of that is true, why do we keep dying? Why has so many people in my family died? Why are we being persecuted and hurt and things like that? Revelation is very much a book that. That deals with that question, just like Job in the Old Testament gave the answer uh, that sometimes it's confusing to know fully what's going on in the spiritual realm. Revelation comes a little more full force and is like, there's a lot of darkness going on in the spiritual realm. And that's all seeping in here, messing with us. And you're going to see more of that when we get to Revelation 12. Um, Right here, the prayers of the saints. The angel is taking them. And offering them up to God. Now, who in the Bible offers up incense and prayers before God throughout the Old Testament? Who? Yeah, it'd be a role of sorts. Isn't it like the pastor and a priest? The priest, yeah. I was going to say, wouldn't there be several? (laughs) Well, yeah, okay, so... Yeah, throughout, uh, throughout the Old Testament, there's a specific line within Israel known as the Levites, and their job was to be the priests. So they were the ones who took care of the sacred space, the temple, the tabernacle. And one of the jobs that they had was offering up incense to God. And you'll see some places in the Psalms that liken incense to being prayers. Uh, likewise, you'll see that with... Uh, um, uh, in Revelation, here and like two other places, going to keep likening incense to, to prayers. And I think we can kind of see that in metaphor a little bit, right? Like smoke going up to heaven as though we're trying to get God's attention. And um, I guess it feels a little weird because it's a smell of sorts. <laughs> but your prayers smell good to God, I guess. I, I, don't I, I think he likes smoked things, I guess. <laughs> God likes... Uh, God likes Smoked food. Specifically Applewood. <laughs> uh, either way, they, uh, they use this metaphor here in Revelation. John uses this metaphor. But who's serving up the, who's serving up the incense? Like specifically right here? Yeah. Kind of weird. The, the seven angels? Or? Yeah. So we have the yeah. seven angels, and we did an episode about this. Remember the seven spirits around God's throne? This was like a this was in the early episodes of our Revelation series. The seven spirits around God's throne. A lot of times people are like, it's the sevenfold Holy Spirit. You can go that route using some old prophetic words, but for me it's probably just like seven angels, because spirit in a Jewish literature, spirit just meant a spiritual being. And an angel is exactly that, a spiritual being. So these are probably like the seven archangels or the seven angels of seven churches, some form of an angel around God's throne. And it's one of those angels that pulls up the incense, goes up to God's throne with the prayers of the saints who have died and are inside this altar in heaven is the way that John pictures it, saying, remember what they said? Like, when are you going to avenge them? When are you going to show the world that their lives mattered uh, do you really care about what they went through? An angel takes that sacrifice of, of these uh, martyrs. Uh, another angel came and stood at the altar with a golden censer, was given much incense to offer with the prayers of the saints on the golden altar before the throne. 
So he's taking, you know, we're right before the altar of the martyrs, and he's taking that kind of sacrifice, the martyrs, the prayers, their lives, and offering it up to God. You remember this God, these, these people who have died before. Um, in fact, Jesus says that when, when he's going to get ready to come back, things are going to be so, so bad that those days will be cut short on behalf of, of his chosen ones. So it's almost like here in this moment is like, remember your chosen ones? Like things are getting really, really bad. Remember them? You, you care about them, right? You love them. So you see this question continuing to be asked throughout the Bible, all the way to the end, all the way into Revelation. And the priest who's doing this work, this priestly work that priests do, is an angel. <laughs> so yeah, I, that feels really weird. Do you have any ideas as to why an angel is pulling off a priest role in heaven? No. Yeah, not really. <laughs> I mean, unless that he couldn't find a human that would be in the role long enough, so he chose an angel. Well, I think uh, this is where, and we've talked a little bit about this in the past, but um, I think that the temples, the tabernacle, the sacred spaces of earth are supposed to, as Hebrews says, it's like a, a shadow of the real thing in heaven. So here we are in heaven, in the real deal, like this is a place where God actually dwells. This is the real Eden, the real tabernacle, the real temple, not the shadow, the real thing. And unsurprisingly in that regard, here's an angel doing a task that humans on earth are also supposed to kind of mimic, right? So, so if the tabernacle of earth is a shadow of what's in heaven, then a priest, to some sense, would kind of be a shadow of a role that might be in that tabernacle in heaven too, right? So that's... But does that mean that angels, like, on a higher hierarchy? Like how normally, you know, the priests are considered, you know, higher, closer to God. Well, who does the Bible say is the high priest? Of heaven. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. <laughs> Here's one of the seven, it seems, archangels. Did it say it was actually one of those seven? Let's clarify. Saw seven angels, seven trumpets were given to them. Another angel came and stood at the altar. So, it isn't one of the archangels that okay. comes to do the incense job, which is probably a little bit more of a menial task down the, down the line. But Jesus is the high priest that unites heaven and earth together, that allows us to get into the Holy of Holies uh, and makes us a royal priesthood. We have a video on that too. So, yeah, sure, Jesus is at the top of the top of, of the priesthood of heaven. And here's an angel that's been assigned those tasks. Uh, that's all the more reason, like, I, I find it kind of important, the things that we find in the tabernacle throughout the Bible, because if that is a mimicking of what's going on in heaven... Like, I'll, I'll promote those kinds of things, you know? Like, uh, uh, for me, worship. Like, when David set up worship, like, he had, I think it was, I think it was 38,000 priests were assigned a specific job of just leading worship in the tabernacle, probably at all times, just cycling through. And if they're doing that, my guess would be is because there was this understanding that in heaven, in the tabernacle, people are worshiping. When we get to Revelation, that's what's going on, right? Day and night, night and day, they never cease to say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. So 
Here you have an angel offering incense, bringing God the prayers, saying, is now the time to avenge them? And it's followed by what? The time to avenge them. The, this is where the book takes its like second phase. So we've already gone through the plagues, right? Now we're going through the, sorry, plagues. We've gone through the, we've gone through the seals on the scroll. Now we're doing it all over again, but this time it's angels blowing trumpets. So we take a twist here, but we're almost about to hear the same exact story said again. And this is where people just get really thrown off and a little wacky as to trying to write their chronology as to how revelation works out when I don't think that was John's point in all this. So, so what you're also saying, though, is that this is where God calls the Avengers. Nope, but sure. I know that will make you happy to say that. So, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is the point where seven angels, each one's going to blow their trumpet. And it actually says, uh, the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and threw it on the earth. Now, so a fireball. I mean, it feels like it. <laughs> but what is that fire? What does that represent? It's the prayers of the saints and martyrs. When will you avenge us, right? So you see like a literal like response to that. God, this angel takes the prayers of when will you avenge us, throws it down <laughs> right where the vengeance needs to go, right? It's on the earth. It's this place where all these people have done all these horrible things to God's children. So it's a threw it on the ground moment. I don't think you can reference that song. I don't know that church. song. <laughs> so, sorry I'm too holy for your joke, I guess. I don't. It's a bad one, you're fine. Nobody Google that, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Judge Casey, not me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the angel takes the prayers of the saints. When will you avenge us? Throws the prayers on the ground. Uh, and then now suddenly the earth is is experiencing judgment. You get thunder, rumblings, lightning, earthquakes. Those are, uh, oftentimes those kind of words happen in um, theophanies. We did an episode on that too, where God is present. Sometimes you feel the rumblings and the thunder and things like that. Mount Sinai, uh, when Jesus is being baptized, things like that. Um, but in this particular case, it's the judgment of God coming on the earth. It's being responded to. So for anyone who's always asking the question, how long, which is another episode we've done, the answer that the Bible does have is I feel like eventually. Most of this episode is, hey, look, we have an episode. No, no, that. no, no. You're thinking of it wrong. It's the, uh, here's one little thing we're saying that branches out into 20 other areas. So it's the pin on the bulletin board with strings going everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the Charlie whatever meme, yeah. Uh, so with that being said, that's where we are headed into, that's our introduction into the seven trumpets. Why do the seven trumpets come about? Because people have been asking that question, why do bad things happen? Not only to good people, but to God's people, if God loves his people. And the answer that the Bible eventually has is one day there will be a moment of judgment where everything will have to stand to account and nothing will escape um, Jesus himself talks about how he's kindled fire on the earth and um, it's already dividing people apart. Uh, not in a bad way. Not in a 
Not in a way that's good for people, but is good for Jesus. Never mind. We we're not going to keep going. <laughs> Anyways. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe down below. And check out our Discord, where we'd love to chat with you. And now, our TikTok. Because we're Gen Z, baby. Wait, we have one of those? Yes. We forgot to tell you. No. He's not invited. It's fine. <laughs>